Welcome to the show here with my dad. On this episode of the Infant Adoption Guide podcast, I'll share with you my four tips that will help you organize the adoption journey. Well, hey there, welcome back to the Infant Adoption Guide podcast. My name's Tim Elder. This is where we talk about domestic infant adoption. I'm a dad through of three through infant adoption. Here's where we give you the inspiration, the resources, and the hope to start your adventure, something that you want to do and you're thinking about 24-7, building your family through adoption. So thank you for joining me today. This is a special episode, just you and me talking about adoption. Because I have some a lot of tips, a lot of resources, and a lot of people that ask me things. And one of the things that keeps come, topic that keeps coming up is how to organize the journey. Like we're, there's so much in the complication of your adoption journey in the process. How do you organize it all? So since I've been through three and I've definitely talked to a lot of people about their adoption journeys and what they've done. So I wanted to share with you the four tips that we've come up with to organize the journey. And I thank you so much for all of you who have, who email me sharing your stories, your struggles and the love of this show. And I really hope if you do love this podcast, I invite you to please go to iTunes and share our five-star review. If you really love the show, it helps the show get noticed by more people. And if you don't listen to it on iTunes, maybe you listen to it at Google, maybe you listen to it wherever your favorite place is. If you would leave a review, that definitely helps us out. And while you're thinking about your adoption journey and you're, and I don't know where you are in it, maybe you're just starting or maybe you're just uh, feeling a little bit overwhelmed or stuck. And it's hard to know where to start or where to, what to do first and where to find answers. But one of the big things is choosing an adoption agency. It's hard to know who to trust, how to find the right one. Well, we've broken that down for you, simplified it for you, shared all of our knowledge so you don't have to struggle to find the right adoption agency and struggle through getting through thousands of them to choose from. So we've created a brand new guide that's going to help answer these questions. It's called How to Find the Right Adoption Agency in Four Steps. It's a free resource for you. It's very easy to walk through. And you'll find those four steps you can use to find the right adoption agency. And if you want more help, if you want to dive deeper, we actually created a course that dives even more deeper and walks you all the way through a lot of resources in the course too. And go to findmyadoptionagency.com. You'll see how to get the free guide and see what's on the course too, if you're interested in that. All right, on to my four tips on how to organize your adoption journey. So are you a naturally organized person? Or maybe you are, maybe you're not. Do you regularly have to-do lists and checklists and spreadsheets that help you get things done? And Well, even if you're not a naturally fabulous organizer, when navigating through that adoption journey in the process, it really gets kind of crazy. And it certainly can be overwhelming if you don't have a place and a way to keep yourself organized. So through us, for us, through three adoptions, we've gathered a lot of information. And over the years, we've shared with people and kind of boiled it down to these four things, these four tips. I've certainly got a lot more tips and we can share more in other episodes, but let's start with number one. Number one is using cloud-based software or apps. And these things are evolving on a daily basis, but keeping track of your lists, uploading documents, keeping notes, um, everything in the cloud is huge. I'll tell you a story real quick that on our first adoption, we had no cloud options, no software, at least that I knew of. Um, So we were carrying everything around hard copies and had all everything organized in a, in a notebook or well, thought we had everything organized in a notebook. Anyway, it was, we're carrying it around with us. So we got our very first adoption was less than a week. We were matched. So less than a week between finding out about our daughter and her being born. 
So we got the call and we had a week, less than a week. We get the call again that, oh, she's going to be born and she's several states away. So we had to get on an airplane, gathering all our stuff up, made sure we had our notebook of hard copy papers that we know we needed, including our home study and other things. So we get that. We're going to the airport early in the morning, get to the airport, had to make connecting flights, get our connecting flights, get to where we're going. And I realized along the way at some point, I think it was in the connecting flight, I left the notebook at our original airport where we left, our home airport. And I felt so sick to my stomach. I didn't know what to do. We were, my wife and I were talking to each other. We'd All the thing we knew how to do was to, to call to the airport and then see if somebody saw it and somebody picked it up and somebody by some miracle would have it. Of course, that didn't pan out. It was gone. It was lost. And thankfully, uh, we were able to scrounge and get the papers we needed printed and we had to go to the printing places and uh, I think it was Kinko's at the time or whatever it was to print off the papers that we needed. It was a big headache and a big mess. And not to mention that all our private personal information was hanging out there with who knows what, who had it. So it's very important to be able to put this stuff in the cloud, keep it in places where you can access it anytime on your home computer, laptop, tablet, phone. I like personally using Google apps right now where it works for us, which is Google Keep, Google Docs. You can upload documents there, create new spreadsheets, new documents, create notes and lists, all sorts of things. You don't have to worry about backing up or losing anything. You can have access to it anywhere and you can print it from anywhere. So I like keeping a specific notebook or in those things called our adoption. And then inside of that, you can keep all sorts of other to do's, home studies, your profile, agency paperwork, your budget, all sorts of things in there. Highly recommend getting a good cloud-based software or apps that will work such as Google. All right. Number two is making a list. Now I know not everybody's great at making a list. Maybe you're not really super organized, but I still think it's worth the time to put together a few lists while you're preparing to adopt, or even if you're in the middle of your adoption, help you stay organized. Lists help you figure out, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? And it's maybe not always perfectly in order, but at least you can check off what you need to do and what's been done. Most of the time, uh, they will help you make, help you be less stressed, uh, especially uh, as the big day comes closer and the baby's uh, placed in your arms. So here's a few lists, uh, important lists that we thought of. Uh, one is the home study list. This is everything you need to do to get your home study done in-home meetings, paperwork, background checks, all that stuff. It needs to be done and in order to get your home study done. Create a list that does it. And your home study provider will probably help you through this. They may not give you the list, but they'll at least tell you all the things you need to do so you can make the list. The next one is finding an agency list. There's a lot of research and things to think about here and figure out who to work with. And like I talked about at the beginning, finding the right agency is huge, but it can be overwhelming. Our course, findmyadoptionagency.com, findmyadoptionagency.com, there we go, is done for you. Everything is there. We even created the lists for you in that online course. So, But I highly recommend, um, and your agency probably will help you this with this too, if you pick an agency that uh, you really like and trust, and you can ask them, and, or they'll tell you, here's all the things you need to do. The next one is profile. So you're creating an adoption profile, a printed profile, an online profile, hopefully even a video profile. Uh, 
there's a list of things to do to get that all done and what and what goes into a great profile. And we have lots of resources on the infiniteadoptionguide.com blog and podcast about creating an awesome printed online and video profile. So the next list is the while you wait list. I like this because you're gonna have a lot of time, probably have a lot of time while you wait. So you get all the other stuff done and you feel like you're just waiting. What do, what do you do while you're waiting for the call to come that uh, um, birth mom's gonna be one, our expectant mom wants to match with you. So there's lots of things you can put on the list to do and keep yourself not only busy, but even engaged in your adoption, like spreading it through, spreading your the word about your adoption through social media or maybe setting up the baby's room, or reading some good adoption books. You can have a list of those, and I have those on a resources page at infantadoptionguide.com. Or maybe it's connecting into an adoption community, like the one we have at infantadoptionguide.com. You can get our free uh, Facebook group, or you can get into our private group that we created outside of Facebook that we talk about all these kinds of things. But um, anyway, I, I have a free uh, ebook, mini ebook, really, uh, that uh, it's only seven pages for you that I would like to give you called the 25 tips for surviving the adoption wait. And this is something that we've revised over the years uh, just because there's so many different things you can do to get through that could, could be a challenging time while you're waiting to adopt. And so you can get it over for free over at infantadoptionguide.com forward slash 25 tips. And I'll put the link in the show notes too. All right. And the last list, I mean, there's plenty more that we can go over, but the last one we really wanted to cover was after you match list. So after you matched with an expectant mom, what do you do? What do you think about? These are the things you want to put and list out. So when the baby is placed with you, when, when you bring the baby home, or what do you need to do if you tr have to travel to have the baby placed with you? Or we can research the places where to stay, what to pack, what to buy when you get there, what you shouldn't buy when you get there. Uh, and you can come up with even some ideas for your child's birth mom. You know, check with an attorney or an agency to see what you can legally give her. But we'll put some links in the show notes on some great articles about traveling for adoption and um, birth mom gift ideas. Those are some great things you can put, do, put in your list for your after the match list. Another good one is insurance. Make sure your health insurance, um, the baby's put on your health insurance if you have it through your employer or wherever you have your insurance. All right. Number three is keep track of your adoption budget. In other words, organize your finances. We all know, if you don't know yet, the cost of adoption is quite shocking. It's when you start the process and you're thinking this average adoption is thirty to $50,000. Preparing financially is really going to help you alleviate some of that stress. I mean, not much of us have thirty to $50,000 to $50, just sitting in the bank waiting to spend on the adoption. So we all have to do something to prepare financially uh, to adopt. And thankfully, these are not, this money's not all due at the same time. Hence the reason why you need to really keep track of and organize your finances. And a lot depends on, there's a lot of variables that go into it. But I highly recommend creating a spreadsheet, track your adoption budget, track your expenses, track your funding goals if you're raising money, um, you can track how much you're going to need for each thing, each uh, specific expense in your adoption. You can even list adoption grants that you've applied for, free money that you've applied for and received. 
Uh, so I would uh, suggest creating a note in your, as we talked about your web-based or your cloud app, creating a note specifically for your adoption budget in that, in the cloud. So you can keep track of your expenses, keep track of the money you've left and the money you still need. You can also take photos of receipts, store them up there. It's handy for tax purposes time and the adoption tax credit. You definitely want to look into that and make sure you keep uh, track of those receipts. As I said before, I've created this amazing spreadsheet inside the Find My Adoption Agency online course that does all of this for you. It keeps track of all of this stuff, uh, the financial stuff that goes into your whole adoption journey. So it's right now stuck just inside the course. So the only way to get it is inside the course. However, so many people are asking me for this to try to make it available outside of the course. If you're interested in this, please just send me an email at tim at infantadoptionguide.com. If you just want, if you're just interested in that spreadsheet, maybe you're not ready to take this whole course about finding an agency, but you're really interested in that financial spreadsheet. And we can, I can just discuss more with you about what's even in it. Um, so tim at infantadoptionguide.com, email me and I'll get back to you and we'll talk about it. And if you're interested in the course, findmyadoptionagency.com. All right, number four, uh, the last one tip is sometimes you just can't keep everything in the cloud. You got to have a hard copy, paper copies of things. Get a good binder or folder system for your paper copies. You're going to have to carry these at some point. I know you will. So you might as well find a good folder organizer that's going to keep track of all these things, your forms, your copies, your important papers. I've read even that some parents have, have really gone crazy with it with the color coded dividers and tabs and uh, for each category of their adoption. That's cool. Go crazy with it as whatever you feel like is going to help you organize it best, but get a good binder folder system. One that you can take with you and then one that you could probably leave at home. I know we still had hard copies at home in a folder system for each one of our adoptions and each inside of each adoption, each category or each phase of the adoption. So obviously you can go find those pretty easily at any office store or on Amazon. All right, those are the four tips. Uh, number one was use a cloud-based software or apps to keep everything in the cloud organized as best you can. Of course, you're gonna have to use hard copies at some point, but most everything you can keep in the cloud, print it as you need it. Number two was make good lists, really good lists. Make lots of lists, uh, things that will do that you can go through and, and keep you uh, sane and organized throughout your process. Number three was track your adoption budget. Uh, everything that goes into your finances uh, for your adoption, it's a big deal. You want to keep track of all the money. That's a big one. And then number four was get a good binder or folder system for your paper copies you're going to need to take with you and stuff that you're going to, you can leave at home. So thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Uh, if you enjoyed it, I invite you to go over and give a review either on iTunes or wherever you're listening to the show and subscribe to the show. And if you're in our Facebook group, uh, great. If not, please go uh, find our Facebook group. It's at infiniteadoptionguide.com. There's a button at the top of the page. Uh, you can click and get into the free Facebook group. There's almost 5,000 of us in there. So it's an amazing group of a lot of people. You can ask your questions there. And I can't wait to uh, talk with you in there. And any links that we talked about, all the stuff you want to see in this episode is at infiniteadoptionguide.com forward slash 103. This is episode 103. Thanks for joining me today. Until next time, here are my prayers. As you go on the adoption journey, build your family through adoption. So God bless. Talk to you next time. 
Thanks for listening to my dad. Thanks for listening to my dad. Thanks for listening to my dad. Okay. Thanks for listening to my dad.